Welcome to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ, USA. We're the host, Bishop Dennis J. McMurray is our senior pastor, and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our first lady. Join us in this inspiring time of praise, worship, and fellowship designed to encourage and motivate everyone through the Word of God. Now prepare your hearts to be blessed with Victory in the Word. Psalms 119-105. It says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. In other words, the word provides the light and the word provides the clarity for your journey. I'll say that again. The word provides the light and the word gives you the clarity for the journey. The subject this morning, God is talking to us. When you read the word or hear the word, the word was inspired by God. Men and women just didn't, men didn't just write the Bible based on what they thought. But God, as we look at Timothy, gave man divine revelation and took control of man's thought process and man's ability to write and told man what to write. Don't you find it so interesting how the Bible, which was written thousands of years ago, is so relevant to what's happening today. Don't you find that so? Isn't God magnificent that he saw today, yesterday, and today he sees tomorrow, and God wants to prepare us for our tomorrow? So when you look at this thing that man has termed the Bible, Bible has many definitions and People have given many comments on the Bible, and there's one that I like in particular. And I think we all heard it at one time or another growing up in church, or if you're just coming new to church. And it says the Bible stands for these acronyms. Basic, instruction, y'all can say it with me if you know it. Before leaving earth. Basic instruction before leaving earth. Indeed, the word of God has a wealth of wisdom as well as instruction for literally everything in life. When you look at the word of God, it focuses or deals with many subject matters. Subjects such as wealth, happiness, family, Marriage, how to deal with difficult people. Aren't you glad the Bible shows you that? It deals with deliverance. Y'all act like y'all going to help me preach this morning. Emotional stability and a whole range of so many life subjects until if you don't stay true to the foundational message of the Bible, you will miss the real essence 
of what God really wants to say. And that's why I love the life of Paul because Paul was more qualified than anybody to talk about what the Bible talks about. But Paul realized that if he was to serve humanity and if he was to answer the call that God had placed upon his life, that he realizes that he must keep his focus on the message of salvation and knowing Jesus Christ in the forgiveness of your sin and preparation to meet the Lord in the air, to spend eternity in heaven with him, to walk on the streets of gold, to see God in his glory every day. Paul said, now that's what it's all about. Said, I'm going to make reference from time to time to all these other subject matters. But he said, the foundational conversation that I will have with the people that God has given me to share a word with will be to keep their keep their focus on the prize of God. And I feel today that same calling as the Apostle Paul felt in his life, my brothers and my sisters. I have an unction in my spirit today that we've got to pay attention to the fact that God is trying to talk to us and he's trying to show us through the movements in the world, through the movements in natural natural disasters, in the movements in human relationships that it's time to get right church and let's get ready to go home because there's going to be people who will stand in the presence of God and try to justify why they didn't live right and why they didn't do right. Some will bring the preacher. Some will blame the deacon. Some will bring their mother. Some will blame somebody else. But the bottom line, God will say, depart from me. I know you not and I don't know about you, but I don't want to sacrifice here on earth and go to hell when it's time to get my reward. So I'm determined, how about you, to give God the kind of life that would allow him to say to me as well as to you, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over few Time, time to stop shucking and jiving. Time to stop pretending and hooking and crooking. Woo! Y'all praying for me this morning, ain't y'all? The Lord, the Lord is saying the requirement that I give you, requirement can be reached and it can be obtained. But y'all, life is... God wants every one of us to hang out with him in eternity in heaven. And in order to do that every now and then, he's got to shake some things up to get our attention. And so I say to you this morning, in this season of the evolution of mankind and our universe, we can see God talking to us. God, my brothers and sisters, he is sending signs He's sending signals and he's trying to send us a clarion message that it's time for each of us to prepare for eternity. 
the closest relationship that I have on the face of this earth is that with my wife. But if I don't want to do right, she can't be held up by me not doing right. If she don't want to do right, I can't be held up by her not doing right. I'm telling you today, you must not let another human being or life circumstance stop you from getting what God has for you on earth. Because baby, if you get it on earth, it'll sure be good in heaven. You've got to be determined to walk with Jesus through hard times, depression, frustration, misunderstanding, failure. You got to just hold on to God's unchanging hand. And the fact that you're here this morning is a sign to yourself that you have been holding on. Because if you weren't holding on, you wouldn't be here hearing this message. So you need to take seven seconds right now and tell God, thank you for blessing me in spite of myself. Say, thank you, Lord, for blessing me in spite of myself. Oh, I feel y'all helping me this morning. Biblically speaking, the season we are in right now, y'all, is displaying what's known in church circles as the signs of the time or the pre-signs of the rapture of the church. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 17, and 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 through 58, clearly point to us that there is going to be a change in this world as we know it. Many times we talk about rapture and we talk about grace and we don't take time to break those things down and Holy Ghost bless me to do this quick. But do it thorough. What is grace? Grace is where God just gives you time to get yourself together. Yeah. When you mess up, God says, I ain't going to end it. I'm going to get you. I'm going to allow you some time to get yourself together. I know you love me and I know you're good. So I ain't going to deal with you like I used to deal with the folks back in the Old Testament. Because back in the Old Testament, if you messed up, that was it. Back in the Old Testament, if you made a promise and broke the promise, that was it. God just wiped you out of here. How many of y'all know if God dealt with you and dealt with us like he did in the Old Testament, none of us would be here. I wouldn't be preaching. You wouldn't be saying amen. But thanks be to God for his grace and his mercy. So the age we're living in is called the age of grace. Where God is just patient. Thank you, Brother Willie. I feel you, man. Well, God's just patient and just works with us. But then God says, shall we continue in sin? That grace or the age of grace may continue. God is tired of man not honoring his relationship with him. And so after the grace, when grace ends, there's something that's known as the rapture of the church. And the rapture of the church is simply this. Those believers that have already died, 
They ain't in heaven contrary to what somebody told you. But they're at a state of rest. Their soul is at a state of rest. And the Bible said, when the Lord says, that's it for grace. And then he's going to release what's known as the tribulation period. And the tribulation period, to sum it up in a nutshell, is when he's going to let the devil go plumb wild fool crazy. The only reason the devil can't do everything that he wants to do is because God has put the Holy Ghost here. And when God places his presence and his spirit somewhere, that's why we can declare that no weapon formed against us shall prosper why because the Holy Ghost is in place yeah you might be going through but the Holy Ghost is still running things you may be troubled on every side but I want to let you know baby you ain't seen trouble yet the Holy Ghost is running he's in the left he's up he's down he's round and that's the only reason you haven't lost your mind and the devil haven't run totally crazy but God is saying I won't dwell with man always so the rapture is that event that the dead in Christ, it says the archangel's going to blow a trump. I don't know what it's going to sound like, but it's going to be one of the most beautiful sounds that mankind has ever heard. And that sound of the trump is that message to those that died in Christ. The Bible said, I'm going to allow the saints that are resting to hear the sound of the trump. And in Thessalonians, it said the dead in Christ. They're going to get up first and they're going to meet the Lord in the air. And then it goes on further and it says those of us that remain, we're going to hear that trump. You can't hear that trump with your natural ear. You can't hear that trump with your natural sensories. But there is something called the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost got to dwell down on the inside of you. Because when a believer dies, the Holy Ghost goes with him. When you walk around, the Holy Ghost is in you. And when the angel blows the trump, y'all don't hear me. The Spirit of God in heaven is going to identify with the Spirit of God in you and the Bible said we that remain shall be changed in the moment of a twinkling of an eye. I don't know where I'm going to be. All I want to know is I want to be ready. Do you want to be ready? When the Lord blows the trumpet, do you want to be ready to leave this world? Do you want to be ready? That's the transition point that's going to change the face of everything. However, until we reach that transition point or that transition period, God right now is providing warning and he's providing all kind of signs to indicate to each one of us personally it's time for soul searching and it's time to get your relationship right with him. I'm going to say that again. God is sending messages. God is talking to all of us to let us know it's time to search our souls and our cry needs to be, Lord, if there's anything in me that's not right, show me what it is, God, and then anoint me to stand in your presence to get it right, God. I don't have time to name what it is that you're dealing with and that I'm dealing with, but if you're a human being, there's something you're dealing with that God 
God is telling you he don't like about you. But the beauty about God, he ain't going to spank or whoop it out of you. But if you just come to the altar with your hands raised up and say, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Is there anybody that wants a right spirit with God? A right walk with God? A right talk with God? A right song with God? A right relationship with God? A right feeling about God? A right move of God? Then shall Lord bless me indeed. First Timothy, when you look at the Bible, the Bible has all kind of signs sprinkled through it. And I'm not going to read those signs. I'm just going to give you the scripture references to read for yourself later on. So when I give them to you, don't read them now. Read them later on. If you have questions, email me. First Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, provides a very clear conversation that God is having with us concerning the signs of time. Because Paul is talking to us in depth, you all, about the last days of existence on this earth. And Paul clearly says in that first verse that it's going to be perilous times on the face of the earth. Would you all agree that we're living in perilous times? The passage also very clearly talks about the decaying moral lifestyle of human beings. And it talks about how we interact with each other. Y'all know we don't act like we used to act and we don't act like we were raised. People are vicious. People are scandalous. People are backbiters. People are player haters. People are liars. You don't know who to trust. You don't know who's with you. And you don't know who's against it's a sign of the time then 1st Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 1 through 12 read it later on your own here the writer encourages us it's a great word of encouragement there for us not to be shaken and troubled in your spirit because of the godlessness in our land, because of the deceit that's in our land, that text also warns us that believers, mature believers, are going to get to a point where they will just quit and give up because depression and frustration is at an all-time high. And y'all, there's folks quitting church and walking away from the Lord. Preachers are quitting preaching. Pastors are stopping pastoring. Saints who've been in the church all their life. They're now in the nightclubs. People who led praise and worship have got so down and out and despondent. The people that you thought would never. How many of y'all, everybody in here know at least one somebody you thought would never leave the church? Church is on skid row now. Not everybody, but some of them are on skid row now. Y'all don't hear me. Churches have become social clubs. Y'all don't hear me. 
more concerned about your waistline and your pocketbook than your soul. Yeah, I, I want to get fit. I want to look nice. I want to have money in my pocket. But God didn't call me to be an, uh, an aerobicizer. God didn't call me to be a financial planner. God called me to be a preacher of the gospel. And I'm going to preach it when folks like it. And I'm going to try my best to preach it when they don't like it. I got to preach it when you say amen. I got to preach it when you don't say amen. Man, I, I gotta preach it when you say hallelujah. I gotta preach it when you say ouch. I gotta preach it to everybody because God said I'm coming back after a church without a spot or a wrinkle. 99 and a half won't do. Won't do. Won't do. It won't do. won't do. And so the Lord, y'all, he talking. He talking to us, y'all. He's talking. Let's listen. And not just listen. Let's obey. Let's work at it like you've never worked at it. Let's commit to God like you've never committed. Look. Stuffed and kept you down long enough. It's time to rise. Who is that, Maya, Maya Angelou? I don't know all she said, but I just like that last part when she said, I'll rise, I'll rise, I'll rise. I'm letting everybody know it's time to get up and it's time to become everything that God wants us to become. God is talking to us. I'm almost done, but St. Matthew chapter 24, St. Mark chapter 13 are two passages of scripture that I'm inviting you to read later. But those, those two chapters and also St. Luke chapter 21, they provide even more signs of the coming of Christ for his church. Thank you for listening to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ USA, where our senior pastor is Bishop Dennis J. McMurray and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our First Lady. It is our prayer that you've been moved by the Word of God. We welcome you to join us at 1001 33rd Street, Southeast Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49508. Be prepared to attend Sunday School at 9 a.m. in the Family Life Center and our Sunday morning worship service at 10.30 a.m. We also invite you to attend our midweek worship opportunities on Wednesday afternoon, 12 noon, in the chapel, and Thursday at 6.45 p.m. in the Family Life Center. Feel free to call us at 616-243-0991. Also, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for joining Victory in the Word. And until next time, walk in victory.